George, it's been quite a while since we did a house show. I'm glad that we're back. I'm glad that we get a chance to talk about wrestling. And in our absence, a lot of wrestling has taken place. Almost too much. Like, I don't actually know what our topic's going to be. So we probably won't have one. I think we're just going to talk and catch up on wrestling. Yeah, it's certainly been a minute. I mean, it's been way longer than uh, Edge can apparently hold down a stable, it seems. But um... He did not have a stable stable. That is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. And also his hair. I, he, it was like it was like it was like punk, but not like he was trying to do punk, but did it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not great, not great. I was like, it's that Pidgeotto style, but like if Pidgeotto was a Digimon, <laughs> yes. so oh my god, like a like a Neopets Pidgeotto, like whoever is whenever his barber said say no more, bro, you should have said more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should have gave him like examples, like give him a picture or something. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, and, and to be fair, I guess like the WWE stuff, I haven't really kept super tight on, uh, with the exception of like Cody, uh, and, and that whole process of him coming on board. But I don't know. Apparently, there's still you know a fan base. There's still a like there's still stuff they're doing that's interesting. There's stuff they're doing that's still I think at least good, but. Um. Yeah, Judgment Day. Maybe not one of them. Like you have the House of Black, and then you have Judgment Day. I'm like, mm. it feels very like copy and paste of what like other places are doing. Uh. So yeah, I think the last time we did. Well, I mean, so Judgment Day is definitely House of Black on from Wish dot com. Like Brody, right, right? Brody King could have said it better. Uh, honestly. Um, is that what he actually said? Yes. <laughs> so, okay. Well, then, then yeah, definitely. Yeah. If he if it's come from him, then yeah. Um, the last time we did house show uh, was our Dane Housen special, and that was in February. Yes. So right. since and a Obi- lot has changed, since yeah. Then. Uh, Dan Housen actually had two official matches, uh, and we've got fucking I, like I in never in my wildest dreams did I ever think Hookhausen. Uh, would be right. a thing, but I, uh, dude, I'm all for it. I, I would love, I love those two sweeties. And like the closest thing I can think of it, but like is like easily 30, 50, 100 times better than the closest analog I can think of is, uh, Steve Blackman and Al Snow. That's the vibe right. I get. Um, and then like other people want to say it's like the rock and mankind. And I'm just like, nah, man, no. Nah. Like I, I, I the... do feel like it. It's a good dynamic because it's. I, I feel like it's, Tony Khan basically being like, "Oh, the internet likes this. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Sure." Like, there's no hesitation. There's no like, like sometimes it's like finger on the pulse to a fault for some of the stuff they do. But this was like, I mean, okay, sure, why not? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no fucking sense at all. But. Okay. I, I think yeah, it makes sure, perfect we'll sense because at first there there was some tension and even beefing, but then they found a common enemy. And when Danhausen suggested a truce and saw like the good in Hook, and then Hook realizing like the sincerity uh, behind Danhausen, there's surprisingly more story and and more buildup in regard to their pairing than you would think. And it's great. They could they could they could possibly get away with it, but I feel like you have a lot of hills to climb. 
I, to get I think they're doing point. great. I think. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I think it's great from a merchandise standpoint. It's great from a fan standpoint. Um, and really, someone like Hook, you don't really need like a, a deep and long storyline to establish him. Like he doesn't need that. Like it's not like Taz. Taz, when he was in his prime in ECW, you didn't really have storylines. The only thing you had was, I'm the champion. I'm going to make you tap out. That I'm was a it. tough like, motherfucker it, from New York. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm Brooklyn oh, dude, made. In the ECW days, man, the, the, the most riveting storyline of that time frame was Taz versus Sabu. And it was one of the biggest buildups of all time in wrestling. And it led to the very first pay-per-view. And quite literally, all it was was just Taz and Sabu did not like each other. Full yep. stop. That's the only storyline you had was, I don't like Sabu. <laughs> Sabu is crazy. Sabu doesn't like Taz. And that was the buildup for the whole rivalry. And it's, like, legendary. It's like Rock and Austin in terms of, like, rivalries. And there was there's no, like, buildup storylines. Like, none of that stuff. Just come into the match, put him through a table. That, that, that pisses him off. He's going to come back and put you in the katahajime you know like that was the whole build-up to the thing so i guess and really like if that's what hook is going for this is almost even too much like i mean if we're looking at from like if he's going to be like his father maybe the storyline build-up for him and danhausen is almost too much like i I think it's i think it's fine i don't know yeah i i'm probably overthinking it but like i said from a merchandise standpoint and a like overall just like getting like the fans behind it like it's genius of course like, so to the biggest like you know i, most I think popular stars they have i think in the last four months too there's another thing we have to take into consideration because you, you did bring up um some points so sure uh aw is no longer just considered to be the t-shirt company uh by the e at this point the e is not only acknowledged them in some capacity as little as they have tried to and, and done everything in their power to avoid uh, so much. So to the silliness that they did with fucking sting where they, they just mentioned that Cody has been in some fucking cave somewhere for the last six years. <laughs> they do not want to uh, acknowledge. Yes. Yes. Um, but um, in regard to recent dealings, um, They've acknowledged, like, I, I forget in regard to um, some sort of, um, I, I don't re- recall the exact nature of the business transaction, but there was a, um, oh, it was the MLW uh, lawsuit against them. They stated, because a big premise, like a big sticking point of that suit was how WWE was monopolizing, and they absolutely said, we're not even, like, we're barely number one. Like, if you haven't noticed, AEW is, like, very big. They're number two. And, like, totally singing its praises to the convenience of the E in, in their well, defense yeah, within the lawsuit. As long as, it, as long as it doesn't get them in hot water, of course they will. They'll acknowledge it when it's convenient for them. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there's that. Um, Cody and uh, – so Cody's big uh, – Cody Rhodes is now uh, signed with WWE, and he is unabashedly – just he he is still cody rhodes like aew cody rhodes he is is sonic pon he is pontificating he is absolutely he is catching himself on fire probably at some point he'll try more likely i mean yeah he he's still (laughs) like he's still got the fucking down straight (laughs) intro the american nightmare uh 
this motherfucker, like, the, he is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on Nintendo GameCube. Like, that is unabashedly who he is. He's basically like, this thing didn't work in AEW, so now it's going but to... It, but it's going to work in WWE. Why? Because it's a it's different fresh. fan base. It is and fresh. fresh. But, like, I, even then, like, the dramatics yeah. of, like, some of Cody's, like, like, him leaving the boot in the ring and fucking, like... His uh, Anthony Agogo got bullshit. Like it'll work in the E. Oh sure, absolutely. That is the clientele that you want to put that kind of stuff on. Absolutely. Um, how do you feel about him in WWE? I ultimately, he, he I see he fits, and to be quite honest, uh, they need him. I will say, okay, so I, Rollins is an incredible like gatekeeper for like his establishment and even then like right i i mean i personally don't like i find it incredibly hard to believe like i use val as a great barometer but only because like she's an incredible partner and spouse and she listens to my bullshit like she's patient but Mm -hmm. even with someone who has absolutely like very little to no investment in any of the ongoings of professional wrestling, but curious enough in, in regard to just support of me, her partner, and just spending time with me when when we do consume it. Um, just of her awareness, she's even annoyed at the fact that like none of his AEW prestige is really following or anything. But I, I tell her, you know, this isn't an attempt to just basically capitalize and brand him WWE without acknowledging any of the shit he's done in AEW. She finds it hard to believe that even the most casual of fans will, like, just not in any case. And, like, it's weird because they're dancing on this weird line where they want... Because he's he's kept everything. There's been, so far from what I've seen, aside from some of the more edginess, which even then, of of all the edginess that AEW did have, Cody admittedly was the least edgy. He was the most old school and the most, like he wanted to be so badly the John Cena of AEW. Um, and it just didn't work. Um, so him doing it there, I mean, they, I, I feel like WWE has the advantage of kind of like building on that desire and branding him. And, and especially with, what he did in Hell in the Cell with Rollins in regard to mm-hmm. working through his injury, like mm-hmm. WWE kind of worked themselves in a position to where like they booked Roman so strongly that there's no one they can believably book against him. And even then the dude's just taking a break. I mean, deserved, but like, it's kind of just like, they don't, it, it's, it's another thing too. Cause like he's him working through that may have exasperated, but they estimate that he'll be gone uh, six for months. six months Which and like that that same injury triple h took in saudi arabia he he went over the top rope and and had the same injury and he, i don't think he ever really fully recovered from that like that it's a nasty injury like your muscle gets pulled from the bone it, it, it's not <laughs> I, i'm surprised six months is like the estimate they gave him. I figured well, it'd be for a little bit longer. And I don't even know, like, yeah, what what sort of effect it's going to have on him long term afterwards. Uh, I mean, some wrestlers like uh, Buff Bagwell, he was just like, dude, he's never going to be the same. His chest right. is never going to be the same. Um, and, and, and and he was. You could tell Cody's physique, like he was putting on some mass. Like that, yeah, was getting bulked up. So I think that'll be 
you know, a deterrent to that too. Well, but I, I, I really do appreciate that he, I, I, this is, it's, it, it's kind of good and bad. I, I'm not really a fan of him working hurt no, because I don't want to see him do any like permanent damage. That being said, his mentality, his lineage, like that grit to work hurt and to like build the storyline by any means necessary, mm-hmm. like to really drive home, like the, what you're trying to sell to these people, no matter what, no matter how much it actually hurts you physically, like it's just, it's just an homage. And I think a throwback to like the NWA days, the, you know, the eighties, the seventies, um, it's tough, man. Like I, I don't want to see him get hurt, but I, I have to appreciate the dedication to like really bring that storyline full circle. Um, so I don't know. I, I think as a fan, I, I really enjoy it as a human being. I'm like, ah, dude, man, like, like be careful. You know, like I, yeah. I, I love, I it love crazy spread spots. to I his arm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it's rough. No, sure, I mean, but... have you seen the most recent like photos? No. It, his I... arm and his hand are completely purple now. Like his entire oh, arm. Oh, his whole arm. Whoa. His whole arm. Yikes. Okay. Yeah, that can be bad. So, so, but I, I did. I, I was, I was like, had no desire to watch Hell in the Cell, and then I found out all that. Like, I had to watch it. I was like, I, I gotta see this. Like, and crazy man. Like, it just, it really added a lot of drama to the whole thing. It did. So, mm-hmm. how do you feel about uh, Sasha and Naomi stepping out? Well. I will say, I think the whole situation is very unfortunate, but Jesus Christ, WWE just having like the, well, they're suspended indefinitely. We're going to make a statement on TV. Like you aren't saving face by doing that. Like, no, I made them look a hundred times worse. So petty. You're making it so much worse. Uh, I, I don't really know. Like, like both sides of it. Like it's shitty booking. It's shitty backstage stuff. Um, you know, if the, and it sucks for them because I think they're going to get pretty much like, like they're not going to be able to leave. Like I think from a logistic standpoint, like they probably won't be able to leave. And I think I Naomi's hurt more from it than anything else. I mean, all right, here, here's my well, take cause on it. Because Sasha has the pull to like basically demand whatever she wants. Not even the pull, but the like she has the options. She can she can go to do more shit with Disney. She can do like at this point she can be. Uh, Mercedes. I don't remember her last name, and and right. get work other. Here's my but, take. But do you think that WWE could blackball a lot of that stuff if they wanted to? I mean, once she's out of contract, I don't see like she has a non compete with other pro wrestling or combat sports uh, okay. affinities. But okay. what the fuck are they? They can't stop her from going to Twitch. They can't stop her from doing more Star Wars. They can't stop her from being considered for like like dude she can totally uh just Dwayne Johnson the fuck out of them um and like I don't know man my personally I'm not her biggest fan because like I I'm happy that she buys like she's I think she's worth a lot of her hype um Mm -hmm. I'm not thrilled with her shitty anti-vax stance otherwise and like who she is as a person but uh, I honestly, it, if you were to set that aside and just look at her on the merit of a professional wrestler and, and her skill and talent and what she brings to the table, otherwise, 
Um, there is a lot of merit behind uh, essentially her disposition, her frustration, and, and and look at it. We're here. Here's where it stands now. You take her out of the title picture, and you ask her to work a program to these these tag titles, and that essentially with these tag titles, you're gonna build something of it and and give these belts the prestige that they haven't honestly had um you then work some really shitty book like it like okay it's not unusual for the tag champs to uh job to a world champ not even like a mid card like like that's not unusual but the thing is is that usually they're established to the point where like they're they're tagged like the tag belts mean something. Those belts barely mean anything. They were more of a prop than anything else for the sake of. Um, and more to the point in regards to how badly they're booked or how little they mean anything, you then to try to respond in, in regard to this protest, like announce a tournament for the vacated titles only to realize, oh fuck, we don't even have the talent or resources because of how poorly we built this yeah. division yeah. and you just scrap it all. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So like they had, there is so much truth to like their, of course they had every right to be unhappy. And the thing, you know, they, there is like, there is something more that's to be said. And, and it's just honestly, just how they regard talent in general. Like let's going, going and sticking to that argument. Like right now, uh, there are a lot of injuries, unfortunately. Uh, my our beloved CM Punk, the man mm. just fucking got his big dub. Like the dude yeah. made it. Um, he's out, and they're gonna do an interim championship in the meantime. And he's out with a broken foot, among other injuries. And and think like I'm happy that he gets to be out. It's like like it, him working a wild. Yeah, to think that like he's in a company now where if he's hurt, he doesn't have to work hurt. They will give him time off. Yeah, we'll let him rest up. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that's all he ever asked for. Like you can't hate that. Like it's it, it's a it's a bad card to play, because like you know, Forbidden Door's coming up. He just got the belt, but like, thank goodness he can just they'll like, work around recoup. it. Yeah, they'll work around yeah. like like Tony wow. Khan may be eccentric and wild and sometimes inappropriate. Like I I was not a fan of his uh, response to the Big Swole situation, and like he deserved all the criticism he got there, um, yeah. but. Aside from that, he definitely like he's definitely shown way more compassion and professionalism and gratitude for what they've built there. In my humble opinion, and, 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 I mean, actions speak louder than words, so we'll just leave it at that because there's there's plenty that's already been done and said that kind of back up that claim. Um, but yeah, Punk, uh, Brian Danielson, and. Who else was recently injured? Uh, Adam Cole. So all three mm. of those, like, those are big stars in AEW. Okay? Huge stars. And while it sucks that they're, like, you know, off the table at the moment and they have to be shelved for recuperation, rehabilitation for their injuries, right. there is still so fucking much that mm. AEW can do and still is doing that's amazing and interesting. And they have way, they have so much talent to work with and are giving the opportunities to. Dude, WWE just lost Cody Rhodes, like the only dude that they could have built towards like taking the belt next and looked like they were arguably going with. 
and they can't. And now they're fucked. Like, and, and but they can't anyways because the storyline is he was never gonna fight for the title again. So they already got rid of that. That was already not an option. That was the whole storyline with him, like early on. Was well, well, no, no, lost, I'm talking about Cody never... in WWE. Oh, in WWE. Oh, okay, right. Okay, that's what it. I'm saying. WWE. Um, right. that and he's already started that storyline where he's like he's going for the belt, and they were building towards that. And I, it's very believe. I very much believe that, like it, it was going to go to like a program between him and Roman, going right. into and also, yeah. like legitimately thought that was the reason why he came back. I mean, it's for the money, of course, but like. Does he want to win the title? Like the big guy Absolutely. he never got to win, do it for his dad. I mean, that, that's a great storyline. Yeah, it's and now like there's a big roadblock in WWE's yeah. like 120. percent I believe this wholeheartedly in my heart of hearts that the recent like Judgment Day development with uh, Finn just being brought in and then them betraying edge was just so they can turn edge face again because they don't have a big face anymore <laughs> with cody being gone right right and it, they, yeah i guess i guess not i mean is kevin owens considered a face no not really because he thinks uh is it yeah he thinks ezekiel thinks is elias like how do you know like yeah what, what well, bullshit well, is that where, well, yeah where are you getting that from um but yeah but it just goes to show just like who has the right attitude and who has done what they need like absolutely to disregard the talent and, and even then like previous talent they're just like dude they don't like you are just a body to them over there and like their action wwe's actions regardless of like how they've gone about it like even as subtly as you can argue it absolutely shows that and like i'm not trying to kiss ass or just like like dude objectively i'm saying this objectively if you compare AW has proven like the respect like that's not to say that it's perfect and we can get into another development that's also becoming the talk of the web um but yeah it I don't know it's just it's funny like Cody is a huge loss and like they're gonna have to really they've already taken big steps and like good on Finn taking over stable like he's never really been able to do that since being there um and I'm sure they'll find other ways to kind of do what they need to do. Meanwhile, like, AEW's just like, oh, we've got, like, tons of other people and tons of other stuff we could do, and it'll be fine, and people fucking love it. Because, like, the only... Well, I'll, I'll get into it, but anyway, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy they stood up for it, and I'm happy that you felt that way, too. Because, yeah, those tag titles were... Who the fuck were they just fighting constantly? Uh, Dewdrop and Nikki Ash, and then who fucking else? I, I can't... Baszler. Maybe and whoever her tag partner is, uh, I don't even know. I I thought it was Natalia, but I don't know. Natalia's oh, like right, doing, right. yeah. See, she's she's tagging with Natalia, but then Natalia's in NXT doing shit with Cora Jade. Like that's how fucking weirdly stretched everything is. And they keep on releasing people, and they keep on cutting people. Um, and not related to wrestling per se, but the the giant bomb stuff that's kind of just like transpired. I was about to say uh, as this recording. Dan did not well, sound like a happy camper at all. Nope. He left, and he's like, first thing he got to do when he left, he's like, I get to talk about stuff I want to talk about now. I can say belt again because you couldn't say it was a championship belt. Uh, well, he's he... like, I, I love. He's like, I love Eddie Kingston. Uh, fuck Hulk Hogan. Like he got to do all the shit he wanted to do when he was not, <laughs> when he was well, working there. He got to say it all. Well, yeah, he was. He's still very like there. There's 
like he's being very conscious and there's still some subterfuge. I don't know if well, he's there's not, he's any Irie people. Right. Well, yeah, but like he, from what I gathered, and apparently he's going to have like more of a tell-all that I guess he's going to do with Firescape. Um, oh, interesting. I didn't know about that. Yeah, they were like alluding to that. But no, from what I understood, um, his favorite people there were the New Day. And that's yes. what helped keep him sane. He fucking hated all of the management. Thought they were all completely out of touch and terrible. Uh, really wanted to do stuff with like the up, up, down, down regulars. Um, despised how out of touch Vince was and kept referring to him as the old man upstairs. Um, yeah, but like, wow, it, it just it like because we hear from so many accounts of like performers and wrestlers of like the the environment and the vibe back there. But here's somebody in a non-talent role that's just yeah. like in production and backstage, and he even's like, dude, fucking pooped from a butt. So and crazy to think that someone that probably his like dream job would be to work for the WWE. Yep. You know what I mean? Like 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 probably like like that's like the best you could ever do. And it's like I am even over it. Like I don't even want to do the same. I, I think there's a lot because like okay, Stephanie um took a leave of absence and then mm-hmm. management over there and it's suspected that it is management even as high up as Vince in retaliation leaked like a bunch of information like Forbes and other stuff about how bad of a manager she was or bad at like what she did in her role there. I'm like, what uh, the fuck? Yeah. Did you see that? I just honestly assumed it was uh, Nick Khan just taking over everything and just like getting like the whole family out. But I didn't know they were like family was actually like turning on each other like that. That's crazy. Well, I Jesus. That's 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 the rumor. I mean, how else like the timing of like all of her mm-hmm. like of this coming out about her after like very recently after she's like, Oh, I'm stepping away from my role for a bit. So Oof. I don't know, man. It's I I want to like enjoy it. I do. It's just I don't know, it's not the vibe and even then I just it's like hearing all these accounts and being like and, and just what you said about Dan, it's not even just a matter of like being allowed to express the the vibe that everybody always ex- shares is this like if you love pro wrestling you'll hate working there because that place doesn't promote a love of pro wrestling in fact well, they actively hate yeah. it and I'm, how many times have you like personally and and myself like you've worked at a place you thought was like this is gonna be a great job because i love blank like i'm gonna love this job because i get to deal with blank all day that was my job for 10 years guess what i end up hating at the end of that 10 years the whole yeah. reason why I went to work at that place. It, it, I, I get it because, like, it's it's not because of what you like to do. It's how much money you can make out of doing it. Like, like w- once it became a business, once it became, like, that was, like, the shareholders and stuff like that. Like, they could give a shit about the product. It's what's going to make them money. I mean, dude, pro wrestling's always, deep down, is just a, a carny grift. But, like, it's a grift that we're in on and, like, it's become yeah. more. It used to be just a grift. Now it's more than that. It is like absolutely a a art form in and of itself, both uh, from a narrative and a athletic standpoint. And that sure. there are people that can like rightfully can buy and believe into that, and that's fine. And they can embellish in that. Like you don't have to just double down on it being a fucking grift. Like I don't know. Uh, it's, I, it, it, I know, but like you see other places, like, I feel like 
and not to uh, like go back on AEW, but like uh, from a business standpoint, they are doing things that you as a fan would be like, hell yeah, like that's great. Like they bought Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. they are like doing a co-produced show with New Japan. Uh, they bring in like Joshi wrestlers to wrestle, like when they're on their excursions in the states. Like basically, like they'll be like, "Oh, like this wrestler's around. Do you want to see him wrestle someone?" Yeah, okay, we can do it. Like, there's no hesitation. Like, I feel like you have to jump through so many hoops to get something done in WWE. AEW's like, "Yeah, we can probably do that," and then like they just do it. Like, it, it, I, I feel like because it's a fan booking it or it's a fan running the show, and it's not really from like, "Well, how much money can we make out of this?" It's no like that. That that sounds cool to me. I would love to. No, see that. let's. Yeah, I would want to see that, and let's see if we can get the money to do it. It's it's still maintained its grassroots vibe, you know. Yeah. Um, yes. but. I mean, we can't necessarily extol like all of the praises because another development that's happened that's become the talk of the web, and uh, that would be uh, MJF, who feels as though the grass may be greener uh, at WWE. First off, oh, um, I you say it like you're not into it. I I'm in. Okay, I'm into it, but okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share a really controversial opinion right now. Like okay. MJF isn't all that fucking hot, dude. Like he, it's just, it's it's at the end of the day, that's what it is. I mean, he can, he is only as hot as the people he engages with that help him get that heat. Like a lot of his heat that he got with the stuff he did, Cody, Punk, and even to a lesser effect, Jericho. But to be honest, like there were a lot of other, there are a lot of other hands involved. Um, M- MJF is more or less a perfect idea or trope that he hasn't done much of himself to really add onto or make his own. And I do not feel as though, like, if there is any environment that I think he can foster this and eventually really build something that is his own and he can be it's where he's at but i don't mean money talks and like i get it i i well i've done a lot of the talking so far man you tell me how you feel it's i feel like it's a gamble because it's unique to see a storyline, and I don't think we've seen a storyline like this since Punk, back when he left with the belt, because the lines are blurring of what's real, what's not real, and I like it because you don't know what to expect. You don't know what the next thing's going to be, and and you wonder how far is the company, how far is like Warner like willing to go? Because like they've already pulled him from the website, they pulled him from marketing, like. Like either it's a legit thing or they are going very far to keep the storyline intact. I mean, obviously I think it's a storyline. I think it's a work. But I, I think it's there, a there, there, did you think it started as a work? Um I do. I think the plane was 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 something they planned. I, I think this has all been like pretty carefully predetermined. Uh and I think it's only believable because of the what's been talked about in social media, what he said in interviews, like they are using the internet to their advantage. 
They're using like what people say online and what people perpetuate to be the real truth, and they're using it as part of the storyline. That's why I say it's a gamble because it could spectacularly fail, but from the actual like like how people received it at the show and how people have received it since then online, like it's not being talked about right now, but those first few days, man, like that was all people talked about. Like I'm interested. I'm excited to see what happens next. Uh, but no, I think it's all at work personally. Um, but there's, there's enough believability to it where I'm like, well, maybe, maybe it's real. Like, you know, I I think it's a shoot. I think it's a shoot that worked itself into a work, which is what Uh, punks was. But, but punk was like, I got the shoot, but it was like, I was allowed to go out there and talk and say what I wanted to say. I'm sure that like what he said online probably got him some hot water, MJF, because he probably said stuff in interviews he probably shouldn't have said, probably got him some hot water, but like it's kind of evolving into this like ongoing storyline. Um, and I, I do really feel like MJF, personally, I feel like he can back up everything he does and says. I think that he's reckless enough to say and do things that will probably get him in trouble. But it makes him like the like perfect bad guy, and I don't know. Like you have to respect that if he's given the right opponent, if he's given the right storyline, just like Kingston. Kingston can only be as good as the people he's in with. Like he can make a lot out of nothing, but he's not perfect. And I think MJF's the same way. I think that these two can probably like produce some of the best work, but. I think they have to have a good dance partner to, to, like you said, they have to have people to build off of and to work off of. But I think on their own, I think they're the best guys doing it right now. Like a hundred percent. Their mic work is ex- like exceptional. Uh, the wrestling is good. And, and I mean, God, I probably would have said the MJF match with punk, the dog collar match is one of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah. I, but, see, but 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 punk builds a lot into that but like he's just one half of that equation very true i and i think here because there here's some of the parallels that i found mm-hmm. um i feel though that with that and essentially what development they've done with punk and the fact that they looked at his injury and, and did that, that there's a whole other wrinkle to where if they are going to pay homage to other um, storylines or just builds and, and do what they can, that especially with uh, giving into what some of the what MJF would like or is asking for in, in terms of his uh, position or role on the roster they have a perfect opportunity to recreate again, more of that 2011 um, feud only punk is now in the role of John Cena, ironically. And if MJF were to somehow uh, win or get the chance to be considered or win the interim belt, but right now they're doing the, the battle Royale tonight to determine who would face Mox. Correct. Yes, I I I've watched it over here on the East Coast. So, okay, so he's not um, in it. Yeah. Who? Well, MJF. What do you mean? He's not in the battle royale. He was not. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, unless they do something later on, just so that they can right. really tease it. Well, I feel, and, 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 you know, and MJF was shitting on New Japan. So, I mean, why not make? 
his presence known at the uh, pay-per-views. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Right. Um, right. But if they can essentially extend this into where um, he ends up being in the position of interim champion and then they have their big blow off mm-hmm. to unite the belt. I mean, I don't know. It would do a lot and it would say a lot to uh, Punk just really in his role to passing on to, you know, the old guard passing on to the new. I mean, right. the the only thing that stinks about all of that is that in, in no way, shape or form, could MJF ever be a believable or likable babyface? Because that defeats no. everything. Yeah. So, like, right. I, to make him that under, like, so that's weird to put him in that position, and I, and it's gonna be difficult to kind of really sell that. But like, it's, it's only because he's too good at what he does as a heel. Like, he did the promo with Punk where he was like talking about himself and how Punk abandoned him, and like, even though he's the bad guy. And they did it perfectly in the storyline. You still felt for him. Like, he still, like, conveyed pain and anger. And, like, you're like, wow, man. Like, like he's really, like, putting himself out there. Like, you had to kind of feel for him. And even Punk came out. Like, he's like, you know, Is I have to ask myself every day. Or, like, you know, I have to ask myself, am I a good guy? You know? Like, it makes you question yourself as a good guy. Because this guy who's the bad guy has, like, you know, he's showing emotion. He's showing weakness. He's showing regret. Like he's doing all these things that aren't expected of a bad guy. So he can he can turn it on like a switch. But he's so good at being a heel, he's not a believable face. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and I think that the punk thing, and and I, it kind of felt like when he won the belt, he was kind of. I thought it felt like he was kind of getting ready for a Kingston fight again. That's... Kingston is super over right now, mm-hmm. and Punk was making comments like, "Well, some people say they don't want me here anyway, so you know, fuck them," or you know, like, "Oh no, uh, they throw they've like, been throwing back and forth all, everybody but Kingston." Yes, yes. So I felt like that's what they were gonna eventually get to. So I hope they still get to that point. And I think with Kingston, I personally would love to see him as a champion. It doesn't work for him as a character. Like, his character is the underdog, the fighter, the scrapper, but I don't think he ever really wins the belt. And if he wins it, it's like a Tommy Dreamer situation where, like, he wins the belt and then loses it, like, five minutes later. Like, let him win the belt, let him get his moment, and then he'll lose it, like, like he'll, like, turn around and lose it, you know, like, that same night. But for him to get to that point would be, that'd be it for him. Like, he finally got, like, to what he's always wanted to accomplish, you know what I mean? I, you know, so, yeah, because, I mean, Brian Danielson was in that position, but he's believable as a champion. If anything, that person who didn't have their opportunity. Um, mm. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, I can, but I've been, dude, uh, just especially the way that anarchy in the um, arena match went and jesus fucking christ Uh, like this man this man really like embodied embodied the soul of somebody who was about to commit murder on national like on on a national broadcast and like did it i don't like pro wrestling tees i gotta get that shirt though i gotta get that shirt there's a shirt of it already oh my god dude it's dope as hell yeah yeah Yeah, he's okay yeah this motherfucker like just 
immediately went like Grand Theft Auto loading screen and just god damn the charisma just everything the sheer hatred um dude i'm so happy he jumped ship from nwa to this i'm so happy he's in the position that he's in now um but yeah uh i i saw that too and it makes sense and to be honest and the punk lose the belt to him and then like eddie again uh being his own worst enemy not like being one of the shortest reigns, which would again make sense for who he is as far as a character and competitor uh, on the roster. Um, but yeah, in regard to some of the very real um, angles and complaints, like in and, and, and this, honestly, it really feeds a lot of the ignorance, I think within uh, pro wrestling fandom. Like, I, I do not think that there's any such thing as uh, ex-WWE guys. Unless, and, and really, like, if Roman were to ever leave and go somewhere else, that dude's an ex-WWE guy. Or Cena. Uh, or like Cena. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, yeah. Bat- or Batista. Um, but, like, if, even, like, to an extent undertaker even though we got mean mark calloway um because a lot of these fucking dudes they're pro wrestlers that have worked the regions worked the promotions and just because they at one point signed that that like wwe did not brand them they're not cattle right so i i fucking hate like you know what i mean like i just hate that vibe it's just like the idea that you weren't anything until you went to the WWE, now that's what you're identified as. Yup. Like, right. Keith Lee is not an ex-WWE guy. Motherfucker was in PWG, Dragon Gate. Like, dude had, like, uh, accolades prior. Um, Dude, like, you know what I mean? And the same could be said, like, with uh, TNA. I mean, fuck, dude. For, like, a good hot minute, NXT was practically TNA. Like between Eric Young right. and Joe and Bobby Roode and, and and the crazy thing about that whole thing is like when you have to like try to like facilitate a wrestler with their previous employer, then you have someone like Kurt Angle. So most people say Kurt Angle's ex WWE. I disagree. He was oh, in no, TNA you, longer. He so was in, not only in TNA longer. He did more in TNA. Yeah, man. I I mean, dude. Them bringing on Sting and just making it seem like he went into a coffin for 11 years only to then be summoned with, like, a WWE crucifix and brought in by a crow. Uh, like, no, dude. And and you know what? Like, and the fact that, like, so many people put on Sting, like, how bad his WWE run is. I hope, I hope they all just shut their fucking faces and realize how dumb they were. Because if you only, like... In just a little over the time that he had with WWE and what he's done in AEW alone, in insane. In in the man is sixty two and doing shit that like is a little scary, but also like so incredible and and like even beyond the nostalgia, just like the sheer, just the the sheer magnitude, how impressive that he's able to maintain and compose himself in his given age and stature and still like 
fucking be the same goddamn sting that he was in TNA, in WCW. Like, and he's still got that vibe. I mean, it, it, it all much more helps with Tony Schiavone and, like, just the other vibes involved. But, like, mm-hmm. dude, like, there are some people that are really just bigger than their stage. Like, and it's fine. And the stage doesn't necessarily define who they are. It doesn't necessarily have to carry or be with them. Like, you know, I mean, they're they're defined greats. If anything, it's the other way around. And that's what WWE needs to understand. That's what fans need to understand. It's the talent that makes the stage like WWE would be nothing without Taker or Rock or Austin. And I mean, and nobody looks at Austin or says, oh, you mean that Ux, uh, Ux, that XWCW uh, fucking like stunning Steve Austin? That dude, uh, or that you mean the the, the ex WCW Hollywood blonde? Like what the fuck? Dude? Clearly, that, I mean that, that, that's who we remember him as. Obviously, nothing else. Right. So, I I I just wanted to share my piece on that. Fuck, I I just fucking hate seeing it. I hate seeing oh ex WWE. Like, bro, like if I if I hear like if Shinsuke were to suddenly jump ship, just as a wild example. And then mm. go go to AEW, and you have the nerve to say he's ex WWE. Fuck says that needs to stop. Like you need to stop right there. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I try to show people clips of Nakamura, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, the guy from WWE." I'm like, Mm-mm, "No, no, no, no. I'm gonna show you some Wrestle Kingdom stuff. Hold on. <laughs> like, like, give me a second. Like, with the exception of him versus Sami Zayn at NXT Takeover. Yeah." That's the only other thing I'll probably show them from his run there, like that, that's still goaded. That's still one of the best. And I think of all he, time. yeah, and I think he, like Val, actually made the best point. I'm like, this guy's already done it, and uh, honestly, I think this guy's already made it in New Japan, and like he's just relaxing in WWE. He's collecting oh, yeah. WWE money and like totally Absolutely. just, yeah. And I'm fine with it. Same with Styles, really. I mean, that was the yeah. place that he wanted to go to. Like, hey, man, you, you, you earned your spot. You were already one of the best before you even got there. Like, whatever you do now is just going to be extra icing on the cake, I mean, honestly. I I don't want to say Nakamura is phoning it in, but Nakamura is not well, – how do I say this without sounding like a dick? I don't, I don't think, think he's, he I, I, is applying himself. Well, I, I, I don't think he's applying himself in the way that uh, he is – built a standard think, for well and i also think it's, it, he has nothing to prove i he think is, if he came yeah. in there with an objective and he wanted to prove something then he would have done it i think he's already proved who he is and you're right i think he just wants to go surf and do yep. like truck truck commercials let, 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 let him do that that's fine. <laughs> that, that he deserved it dude um what was i gonna say uh i i think aj styles however is still very much like putting in the work i I don't think he's um as laid back because he's he's still putting on like a few bangers here and there yeah for sure um but yeah Mm -hmm. the whole ex wwe guy mentality because mjf was just like oh you know tony's gotta line his fucking pockets maybe bro you're really not that expensive but he got some heat from those comments. I just oh, yeah. like that, like, for a normal fan watching, they're like, oh, shit, he said WWE on AEW. Like, it's just, like, it's just something that you don't normally see happening. So I think it, it was, like, immediate heat. And it, it it does blur those lines where you're like, are they allowed to say that? I, I, I think, you know, 
I, I just like it adds some some more drama to the whole thing. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like I, I feel like injuries and, and people being kind of like put onto the sidelines maybe changes some of those plans. But um, I, I, I'm excited to see what the pay-per-view will bring and see how the New Japan stuff kind of plays out. Um, and then I guess, how, how do you feel about the Ring of Honor stuff? Yeah, so I was, I was, you read my mind because I was just about to ask. Yeah. Since we last recorded, did was that prior to Khan's announcement? It of, was. Cause I think if we record in February, I think he announced it like later that month. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I can't wait for it to be more established. I love that Joe is the TV champion so much. Um, it's, so the previous replica, it's a little redundant though. Well, how so? You can't be the Ring of Honor television champion and Ring of Honor isn't on TV. Bro, but Ring, he's he's why Ring of Honor's on TV. Him and FTR. So And I'm fine with that. I just I guess and and, and rightfully so. He had to buy the property. He had to get the rights to it. I'm just curious to see what you're gonna turn it into. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about that too. Um, by the way, I haven't I haven't uh, that first belt. Uh, I had a lot of complaints, and I didn't think they'd do it, but they uh, absolutely upgraded. I got a way better, way more accurate belt. I'll have to show it to you. I'm very proud of it. I love it. Uh, you have a TV title belt? Oh, dude, yeah. You didn't see? Hold on. You sent me the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, 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 but that belt okay. sucks. Yeah. That belt, the one I sent you, sucks. The one I have now, oh. mm, magnifico. Oh. Uh. I'll, I'll prop it up in a bit. Um, okay. Yeah, and then I've got and I got a dub belt on the way. I had to get it only to then be told on Wednesday, that, like, or I'm sorry, Friday, that like uh, he he had to uh, step away. He's not relinquishing it. I think that's yeah. another thing too. I, I think the whole sporadic situation that the language was very um, it was it was very messy because a lot of people thought he dropped the belt and apparently he is. Still the champ and stepping away, but they're they're, they're going to do what they did with the TNT belt. Yes, and I think they did on that because I think it was like actually probably legitimate. He probably wanted to drop it, and Khan was like, "No, like I'm sure that's exactly what happened in the back." Like I was like, "No, you're going to stay champion. We're just going to let you, you know, unify it when you get back." I'm sure that's exactly what happened. I'm sure Punk was probably like, "No, no, let someone else have it," you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just like how some of that stuff probably isn't very far from the truth when it comes to them. I don't think they really need to like do storylines or angles. They just kind of do it as it's happening. Yep. And like mm-hmm. I because it comes with the knowledge that like they they recognize the intelligence of their fan base. They know they're right. aware like it, even like on just on the surface level like fuck dirt sheets, fuck like forums and reddit. Like mm-hmm. dude, people like they have ears, they have eyes, like, and they acknowledge that and respond in kind. So, um, it's kind of crazy because I, as of right now, still have an active Ring of Honor Honor Club account, and I'm still being charged for it, and I still have access to it. So I don't know what happens with that. Is that library coming over? Um, the so, rumor I had heard was AEW was going to have, um. They were gonna, cause it's Warner Media that owns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they own AEW, or at least they're in partnership with AEW, cause they're on Turner, right? Uh, stations, and, then and with I the merger, were, right? I heard HBO Max was gonna be the place. Yes, for like that, the libraries, and 
according to Khan, and even then he's just like the merger where they were apprehensive that it was going to be bad news. It's apparently it's the exact opposite. It's really good news because like AW is giving them quite the return. Even on like oh, fucking yeah. oh, with yeah. Dynamite and TBS, uh, Rampage is not performing as hot mm-hmm. and it's difficult, mm-hmm. but it's still performing hot enough. Like it's doing what it needs to as a B show. Um, and even then, like people like to shit on Dark and Dark Elevation. That's doing great numbers too. People don't understand like how much revenue you can make on YouTube. Uh, so no, from what I understood, it's going to be its own thing that may even have a Saturday, um, time slot, uh, far as for a weekly ROH show and that, um, it is going to have, uh, pay-per-views be available again, uh, through, um, uh, either the club, as you had made mention, or HBO, or they might roll it into. I don't know. I think they're doing a. They're still planning it because here, in my humble opinion, again, um, I do not believe that the move to Peacock has done oh, WWE no. any no. any favors, and no, I no. and I absolutely believe that Khan and company have all taken notice and are currently trying to avoid uh, essentially falling for the same trappings, so to speak, or the same issue. Um, so, yeah, but no, there, mm-hmm. there's definitely works in like making it a weekly thing. And then a lot of the talent, that like hasn't been able to make it to dynamite or rampage like that's like been mostly involved in dark or dark elevation uh assigning them over to ring of honor instead and then doing cross-brand stuff like again that's why like because technically joe is like he is all elite but he's mainly roh he's gonna most likely be one of the big between him and jay bridge yeah and so is lethal Mm -hmm. So the, and like, it's neat too. And they, and because of that purchase, they also got the rights to all in and all in will finally have a proper commercial DVD release that they can show. It just, the thing that sucks about all in is a lot of those motherfuckers um, have been outed for being shitbags. So I don't know how I, I think of anything. They can just use it just for the footage uh, of like, you know, the shitbags that are like the people that aren't shitbags. Um, but no, I'm, I'm very excited. Um, it would be nice. Like it's ROH was always something that could have been awesome if it had the money. And now like they're in a position where they have the money. Um, and they could be, I don't know. It could, it could just be, it would be nice to just like, I don't, I don't want AW to like Starbucks things. Like I don't want them to like, buy ROH and and just do it as a means of expansion but also like keep like I I would I would like it to keep there um and kind of they've already got so much it would be really weird for them to try to expand anywhere else but uh given the existing relationship that ROH already has with New Japan and what AEW is doing with New Japan and then hopefully whatever may have happened between them and Impact hopefully that uh kind of gets squared away and like impact can be involved and fuck it even 
stupid ass Billy Corgan and NWA. Let's let's get them like I want that wrestling cinematic universe that we always joked about. I want that to absolutely still be a thing. I would be okay with they just wanted to buy out these places for their libraries. I mean, I hate to say it, but like I think having too many shows could be damaging to their overall like portfolio, you know? I, I yeah. feel like I mean, I want, I want them all to succeed. I want them all to be relevant. But man, like I, I just, we really had it too good with the network. We truly did. Like I remember the network had like access to the ECW library, the WCW library. Like for a fan, like it just it was amazing to have all that access. And now it's not even like a fraction of what it was. Um, and I'm sitting here like trying to figure out which VHS tapes I have like in storage of like ring of honor pay-per-views and uh all these other indie feds that kind of ran around that same time like if someone had the license to those libraries and we could have access to those that'd be phenomenal but that's wishful thinking i think there's too many hands you know too many transactions that have to take place for all that doesn't con have basically like carte blanche all of those how so he bought the rights to like including the tape for Ring library. Of Honor, yes, for Ring of Honor. Yes, I. But well, that's what I'm saying. So, but I'm saying like even like other places. Oh, know, like, like Impact. Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking back. I mean, but I'm a, I'm an indie guy from like way back. So like, Combat Zone Wrestling and IWA Mid South. Like, I don't know. I just I feel like there'd be a nice place to have like access to all that stuff. But yeah, I. At this point, like I would love for honestly ROH to have a weekly show. Yeah, I, uh, I would yeah. love, yeah, and like again, you have a lot of talent. Where again, not to disparage, uh, dark and dark elevation, but if you have some of those talents like come over and especially you do the same setup, just rebrand it. You could do yeah. the same kind of setup though. Fuck, yeah, dude, yeah. you can have you can have Hookhausen like show up as real competitors to FTR. Like you can mm-hmm. do that. You can yeah. you can absolutely like there's there's a lot that can be done. Um and so far like the biggest criticism with uh AEW is that they're trying to do too much and they're currently not doing enough with various aspects. Like I they're on tonight uh, Dynamite's on tonight. We're, we're we're doing a Wednesday, and like I have a fairly good bet, we may not see Thunder Rosa with the belt tonight because we haven't really seen her last week. We barely heard from her. She is mm-hmm. sick, but like even just a passing mention, we are getting plenty of Jade Cargill in the TBS belt. Um, and then recent and like, dude, I, I, that's another thing. Athena, did you watch that uh, the interview that she did? No. You should. It's heart wrenching. She oh. like uh, just about her time at WWE and oh. why like just she talks about like her feelings about the whole Shotzi thing and about how like they would tell her one thing and she'd show up like being told that everything's done and different in twenty minutes or like that they don't have plans for anymore and to just go back home. Um, like it, yeah, dude, it is, it is tough to, and like, you just hear her breaking down and just all over again. I'm just like, God damn, dude, that sounds, that just sounds like, 
it, like to the point where she was just like, I am not fucking flying anywhere until you can guarantee me that I have a, something to do. That I have a program. I'm going to do it. And that there's going to be, uh, there are going to be like four changes by the time I get there, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then, uh, just also her discomfort with how women are booked in like of some course. of the angles. Um, and the fact that it's not as progressive as they would have you believe, like, uh, mm-hmm. in front of cameras versus what the ongoing backstage, which also kind of like, again, that corroborates like some of the stuff that Tony Storm said. Yeah. Yeah. You, I would, hmm. I, it's that YouTube dude that like does a lot of, uh, wrestling Chris interviews. Van Fleet. Yes. That's, I the... figured, I figured he, he usually gets a lot of the stuff like right away. Yeah. It sucks, man. I, I hate to think that people have to do that for a career, you know, like especially in that industry. Like, should be able to apply your craft. You shouldn't have to sit, you know, and wait for something to happen. And I think a lot of people, that's what they do now. They just go back to the indies. They go and do something else. They just want to be wrestlers. Let them be wrestlers, you know. And by all means, like, especially when they're good at it for crying right. out loud. Yeah. Yeah. You're wasting time by not doing it. By not applying your craft, of course. Um, um, I guess to kind of wrap things up, because we're kind of nearing the end here, I do have a question. And just kind of like the thing, the one variable, <clears throat> like the one thing that hasn't really come to fruition, the one thing that hasn't transpired that I think at this point would have. What do you think is going on with Bray Wyatt? Uh, I saw his teaser. Um, so what? But so what's the teaser? Because I'm not familiar. He said that he's gonna be relevant again soon. Uh, like in so many <laughs> words, like quite literally. Like I just said, like we've heard nothing about the student. Now he's saying that kind of stuff. Yeah. What um, do you think? I think he's gonna go back to WWE. I agree. Yeah, he's there's. I agree. There's no. I I don't like to do okay. The clout and the pedigree and all that, like, again, dude did say in so many ways that, like, he also had a lot of frustrations. Um, and, I mean, we we saw the end result. We saw how they, because there's only so much you can do um, with, with that kind of a character, with that kind of uh, mm-hmm. spectacle and presence, but... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think if he does go back, he's going to get a Cody-type deal yes. uh, in yes. total creative control. Guaranteed um, money. Guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think another thing, too, um, you know what's funny is you have that dude on your mind, and, like, yeah, I, I want, I would like Mr. Wyndham to totally, like, wow us and bring some of that spooky swamp shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but not as hokey. Um I want Cesaro to go to AEW so badly. Wow. I actually kind of forgot he was a free agent. Wow. Um, but there's but there's rumors that he's gonna go back to the E as well. And because yeah. if there's one like there's one I wasn't entirely familiar, but I went back just because uh between you talking about it and some other folks online, I would like if there should be one feud where Kingston comes out on top, mm-hmm. where like he starts building that momentum of like, mm-hmm. yeah, here's why I should be in the title uh, picture. Uh, him. 
and that sucks because you'd be bringing him in to do that. But I think between their history, especially if you acknowledge that, which AEW is very keen and very happy to do in and Ch- celebration. Chikara is defunct now, so they could. Like, there's no, there's probably very easy to get access to that, you know, that content now. Right. They really wanted to. Mm-hmm. I absolutely would love for that to happen. But in terms of where I think the Bray Wyatt, like, like he should absolutely, absolutely go back to WWE. There's a hole there. Dude, Malachi I, Black I, is holding shit down with House yes, of Black. And, I don't need any more of that. No, and I think if he goes to AEW, they're going to think it's hokey bullshit. I yep. really do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it works well with WWE. I think it works well with that product, but I don't think it works well with AEW. I think that the House of Black does enough with the like, vignettes where, mm-hmm. like, I'm into it, you know, but I don't really need much more than that. I think they do that. They have a dope-ass entrance, and then they back the ship in the ring. It's cool. Uh, but, yeah, I think doing more than that would be overkill for sure. Right, and even then, like, the the whole, like, the payoff with Julia Hart and just that, like, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. yeah. No, between them, uh, Death Triangle and, like, yeah, some of the other like quote unquote spooks of um AEW the uh the undead types if you will. Um absolutely think that they have um they've reached capacity there. <laughs> Any more would be too much. Um I agree. and even then like it's funny cuz like the dark order to some extent was supposed to be that but even then and yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I I hope he goes back to the. You know who I kind of want to go to the E to some extent, but only so like he can. I don't I don't know. I kind I want Stu Grayson to go there just so he can get a taste of it. Um, and hopefully he can find happiness there. But he he did you, you did uh he's gone. Uh, Uno yeah. remained, yes. and I don't know what will become of Dark Order at this point. But they've kind of taken. They've kind of taken a back seat, and, and that's a bummer. And kind of like, and, and Colt kind of just stopped coming around. Have you noticed that Colt Cabana's just not really around anymore? There's a reason for that. So oh. he's busy with a TV show. Oh, because I got super. Oh. Is he doing the? Uh, he's doing the Brooklyn Brawler thing. Uh yes, I think so, and okay. and some other stuff. He's doing like TV projects because. Uh, a lot of people thought that they're. I think there's still supposedly still heat between him and Punk. Yep, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, the, so, fact, that, the fact that they can't like reference that whole thing just shows that there's still something there, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he hasn't mentioned Colt once since coming. Nope. So and and Ace Steel's there. Ace Steel's like one of their like backstage guys, and like they still don't reference him either. It's like, damn man. Yeah, like just the Chicago, the Second City Saints man, just. Non-existent anymore. Kinda so, wild. I mean, it, it it's all it is what it is. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, the as far as I would like Bray Wyatt and uh, Stu Grayson, hell, fuck, what if they did something together? They they can be a tag team, and then only that, like Stu Grayson has the experience to, um, you know, to acclimate or otherwise uh, fill in a role like that, or if anything. He can be a part of the new Wyatt family and really stick out. Um, yeah, Eric Redbeard, I think, is gonna stay away from the E, and if anything, like might do something again. He he does sporadic stuff with AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, yeah, dude. Uh, at this point, I'm just going to see what they have in store for Forbidden Door. I'm pretty sure the build is going to start tonight. Um, you watched it. Uh, am I to I assume that they did exactly you, that? You'd be correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, you'd be correct. Um, so I don't, I don't know what to expect, but I'm excited for that. Uh, and then meanwhile, I don't, I don't know what WWE is doing. I, I mean, they'd have to start working on summer. Well, SummerSlam is going to be in August. I don't even know what, what like is, money in the bank, I think is going to be their next review. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Money um, in the bank for a briefcase uh that, that's gonna win a belt that hasn't even really been on TV for the last couple of weeks. Crazy. I don't know, but we'll see what happens. I, I'm pretty excited about the AEW stuff and honestly just to see kind of what steps are gonna be taken with Ring of Honor, you know, see how that all comes to fruition. Same. Um mm-hmm. also um, I wonder if uh, Ring of Honor was really dependent on like the interchanging talent between them and uh, New Japan. I wonder if they're going to do something different, or if they're going to do something similar. Um, given that, but I don't know. AEW's got enough of a talent pool there where they wouldn't need to. So yeah, right, exactly. But yeah, man, uh, exciting I shit. That was a lot. Yeah. Well, fuck. Do you realize we haven't talked about WrestleMania once? I don't think we have to. <laughs> I mean, the, the the Pat McAfee match was actually better than I was expecting, and I liked the Austin and Owens match, and that's about it. I, yeah, I mean, that Austin-Owens match was a lot more and way better than I thought it'd be. It was it was a lot of fun. It was yeah, a match. I, I dug it. Yeah, I dug it. Um, yeah, so, so not can't, bad. <laughs> can't really think of, those are the two big matches that, like, I came away with I, I can't really think of another big match holy Pat shit McAfee, man I, I i love how he's just like god like even like with the whole sasha thing he was just like the fuck are you guys doing like he just yeah like, he did not not he does not want to be a part of any of that bullshit so. no his, <laughs> his, his his facial expression very much told the story the moment cole started yeah, I agree. rattling oh off. yeah um yeah jesus yeah the the charlotte ronda thing was meh. Blah. Blah. Uh, yeah, fucking... It was just a lot of, it was a lot of, uh, yeah. Uh, Bianca uh, and I... Becky was dope as fuck. Yeah, man. Bianca, man. She's, she's the common denominator, man. She, she gets out the good matches. Yeah. I like Becky Lynch and all, but man, Bianca Belair is like on a whole nother level. For oh, sure. man. Um, and did you watch Raw or like parts of it? That's the most recent one? Yeah. Uh, no, not really Raw so much. I watched Hell in the Cell, like, most parts of it, and then I didn't really follow Raw, no. Becky fought Dana Brooke for the 24-7 title and lost clean. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know what direction they're going with her, but I I mean... That's fucking weird. That is, it was the weirdest okay. shit, dude. It, yeah. it was it was definitely um, left field. Makes no uh, sense. Nope. Um, yeah, man. I that's it. Like I can't really think of another. The uh, I can't think of any other. The, those three matches are what stuck out to me. So yeah, you're right, man. WrestleMania was really kind of like yeah, yeah. Not the spectacle it used to be. Um. So yeah, I'm glad we got to catch up. We kind of you know 
put months and months of wrestling kind of into a nice little package and and now hopefully we'll we'll move on and have more talk about um we did want to do an fe episode we'll still get to that uh probably next time uh i would say is there anything that you want to recommend that people watch what 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 have you been into what have you been digging um i think a lot of the recent gcw stuff which we didn't get a chance to talk about has been neat um like it, it, we're gonna see more of Joey Janela and uh, Marco Stunt mm-hmm. there because they also did mm-hmm. not remain with AEW. Um, I think the whole feud between him and Matt Cardona was fucking gold. Was just ridiculous, like spectacle and comedy and and uh, athleticism all around. Um, so I I definitely recommend that. Just if any, if there's anything you can do to. Uh, just kind of do a recap or catch up with uh, Joey versus dude to the point where like they had a a video package of um, Joey jumping him at Super Gabby's. Did you see oh, that? The, yeah, the the toy place. Yeah, like the like yeah. Um, I will say, uh, there was a recent event. It was during Tournament Survival. It was a seven way scramble, and this this just happened like four days ago. It's currently free on YouTube. Just look up GCW Seven Way Scramble, and I would—that was one of the best scramble matches they've ever had. Mike Bailey is insane. Uh, that dude rocks. Like, it's an awesome match. So I would recommend that one for sure. Um, and then uh, Athena versus Taya Valkyrie—a oh, fucking insane match. Like, incredible. Like that chair spot it will give you nightmares. Which one was that? Was that the Wrestling Revolver one? Yes. That's. Oh, do you okay. not see? There was a superplex into was like it, a ten that, foot mouse. Was it Swerve's house, or I don't remember which show it was. I don't remember the show either specifically. Okay. I just the spot is what lives in my like head rent free. Uh, but it was a superplex into a mountain of folding chairs uh, set up like a pyramid, easily ten foot tall, easily like like above the ring ropes, like fucking tall, uh, and they just slammed right into it and they didn't die but jesus oh, christ damn. uh it, it is yeah but that aside from that one spot i mean the match itself is incredible um so yeah those those are my oh i see it okay this is a uh prestige wrestling show i i'm actually looking at the spot right now holy shit yeah that match was incredible yeah man chair spots suck man like that is like like the fucking uh darby allen Swanton on Hardy, dude. Darby ain't gonna make it. Darby ain't gonna make it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I that's that's basically it. I mean, Double or Nothing was an incredible pay per view. If you haven't watched it, definitely grab it. Um. Uh. I don't really have much of anything else to really recommend. I mean. Uh. A lo- a TNA lockdown 2011. Fuck it. You, you uh, okay. It was also a good. Digging to the archives for that. Yeah. Yeah, it was also a good show. Well, well, thanks for talking wrestling, George. I appreciate it, and thanks for everyone listening. Thanks for hanging out, and thanks for sticking with us. I know it's been a few months. We're hopefully getting back into the swing of things again. So appreciate you checking it out. Take care. Stay safe.